0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Oh, I'm Alan. Alan. Hello, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right, the that. mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared the room. Share right? the room. We the room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. We have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Bro-cast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? spell it with a K. See you, Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material Brand for August the 8th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the updated news in the world of professional wrestling. From AEW to WWE to Impact Wrestling, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and so many more. It's your one-stop shop podcast that gives you all the daily headlines in your favorite promotion. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get to the headlines. Starting right now over on eWrestling News, The Acclaimed is featured on the most recent episode of Hey! EW!, we're going to be talking a little bit of Dark Elevation and Thunder Rosa. Now, the acclaimed are featured on this week's episode of Hey, EW. You can check out on YouTube on the AEW page. Now, you can also check out Thunder Rosa's latest blog. On my last leg of my birthday week, I got involved to taste some amazing Indian food at Satnam's home, Jay Lethal was also there. He did commentary as well. If you'd like to find out more, continue following her vlog. Also, in addition to that, you can check out this week's episode of AEW Dark Elevation. The matches are Ruby Soho and Sky Blue versus Nikki Victory and Megan Myers. Parker Bordeaux takes on Casey Carrington. Athena takes on Queen... Amineta, Kira Hogan and Lila Gray are taking on Alice Conley and Bree Straits. Alex Reynolds and John Silver are taking on Lord Crow and T. U. G. Cooper. And the Lucha brothers take on Ryan Nemeth and Peter Avalon. For more information on all this, continue following e Wrestling News and more information about A.E.W will be forthcoming. Let's talk a little bit about Mance Warner. The most recent episode of AEW, Dynamite, actually had an episode with Mance Warner on it, but why was Mance Warner on AEW TV and what eventually led to him having the match with John Moxley. Now, Mance Warner garnered a lot of attention when he appeared on this past Friday episode of AEW Rampage. Warner took on interim AEW champion John Moxley in a bloody contest that saw Moxley walk out victorious. Now, to cite the setback, old Mancer, well, he's not taking defeat lying down. The Southern psychopath spoke directly to the camera and cut an impassioned post-match promo in a video posted on AEW's Twitter account following the fight. Warner said he came to fight, he got knocked down and bloodied, but he got back up. He said that it won't be the last time that he and Moxley will beat the hell out of each other. And Moxley may beat him up for years, but he's still going to keep getting back up and he's going to make it to the pay window. Mance Warner said that he and Moxley weren't buddies and he was going to the bar, but maybe he would start a fight there as well. He concluded by saying that, you know what? He likes to start shit, baby. You can watch the entire video. Now, Ethan Page had a new traveling companion for the last week's episode of his Toy Hunt vlog. It was one other than Brody King. The House of Black Strong Man was alongside Page. Dan Housen and Smart Mark Sterling at Happy 8 Collectibles in Glendale, Wisconsin. The video is also posted online if you would like to see that as well. For more information on, once again, AEW stars continue following eWrestling news and more information is coming forward. Let's talk about the latest headlines that are happening in WWE and that is the termination of John Laurinaitis. It was reported earlier today on eWrestling news that former WWE head of talent relations John Laurinaitis was quietly terminated from the company within the past week. Now this comes after Laurinaitis was removed from his position as head of talent relations following the bombshell scandal that involved Vince McMahon and his hush money payments made to former WWE employees. Now, a new report from Fightful suggests that while Johnny Ace was removed from his role, he is still looped into company emails. Now, the report noted that Laurinaitis still receives a series of emails that go out to several WWE talent. He reportedly was not included starting July 22nd, which was the day McMahon made the shocking announcement of his retirement. However, it is said he did return some emails the following week and remained in contact since then. According to the report, the emails included sensitive information pertaining to creative and personnel moves. Laurinaitis is said to be on the internal termination list along with Mr. McMahon. Talent backstage have said they didn't expect Laurinaitis back anytime soon. Now, the report also added that one top name in the company called Laurinaitis the biggest snake in the business. Now, as to what the future holds for the former head of talent Time will only tell, as right now, Triple H is taking over that role, along with the head of creative. With more information, Joshua Jones has this article trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. Paul Heyman is making news at this hour. Paul Heyman discusses his priorities when evaluating tryout talents. David Esposito is writing in at this hour for E-Wrestling News. For the first time since being named co-CEO Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan held open tryouts over Slumber weekend this past weekend in Nashville. They also presented the tryouts was a wise man. And that was Paul Heyman. Heyman also was recently added to Triple H's staff as Hunter has assumed control of WWE's creative. Now, Heyman spoke to Bleacher Report about his involvement and what his priorities are now that he's in a new regime in WWE. Here is what he had to say. This is specifically what Heyman had to say about auditioning people for roles in WWE. There's a difference right now in that today's recruits are those who we see at this option, but we're not obsessed with them right now. These are people that are living and dying and breathing and hoping and praying that all their dreams since they were five years old will come true or will they come crashing down by a decision that one of us makes. That guy may say, oh, this doesn't work out. I guess I'll go play Canadian football or maybe I'll play basketball in Europe. My thing is, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. And there are some people right now who just know what their priorities are and they have prior experiences with it. Now, what does he expect from new talent? There are plenty of people I saw today that are qualified. They're doing what they need to be doing. Now, are they on the way to main eventing WrestleMania? There's a few people I could see that happening with, but not everyone. But I am excited about working with him in the future, once again, but not all of them. If you're not going to a main event WrestleMania, are you just a disruptor to all of this? Are you someone who's going to change the industry? Are you someone who's going to give us a vision of what you have? Are you someone who, at 20, is going to be looking and making this industry better years from now? We'll just have to wait and see. With more information on everything that's happening with Paul Heyman, as WWE now openly opens tryouts once again to not only other athletes, but independent wrestlers as well. I'll continue following E-Wrestling News as more information will be forthcoming. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Vince McMahon. Was Vince McMahon spotted at Titan Towers? Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, As we reported earlier in E-Wrestling News, Vince McMahon has not been involved with WWE in any way since his retirement in July. The only involvement he currently has is the fact that he owns the majority of the stock in the company. Now, for those wondering, McMahon has not been spotted at WWE headquarters since his departure was announced. Additionally, he has not been involved in any meetings or company communication. Multiple sources say McMahon hasn't visited the gym in Titan Towers either, which was normally a daily occurrence for him. Now, just last week, McMahon was removed from the internal list of performers and was also recently removed from the corporate structure as well. Now, numerous sources are reporting that McMahon has not been running the show from a behind-the-scenes which some people thought might be happening. One of the reasons for this is because it would be illegal for a publicly traded company for this to be happening. If word ever leaked that he was privately helping in any capacity, he would be doing more harm and likely facing criminal charges. Even though McMahon has family members still working for the company, the corporate structure is set up in a way that creates a lot of checks and balances. Now, John Laurinaitis, who was terminated at some point has we mentioned this past week, he and his company emails and cell phone have now officially been disconnected. The same thing that happened to WWE furloughed employees during the pandemic. If you'd like to find out more information about Vince McMahon and what could possibly be his next steps after departing from WWE, continue following eWrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. AEW is making news at this hour. AEW's All Elite Women. About a week ago that All Elite Wrestling was filing for a new trademark of All Elite Women. Now we have an updated report on that. As we had mentioned about a week later that hinted AEW recently was getting a trademark for All Elite Wrestling, which many believe would be an AEW reality TV series about the women on the roster. Now the trademark All Elite Women was filed on August the 1st for multiple goods and services, including live action content. Now it was later reported that the trademark could be used for a reality series focusing on AEW couples, noting that the announcement could be made soon. Now PW Insider reported on the total goods and services description, which obviously you can read online, but it includes a list of merchandise, video games, digital media, and documentaries as well. Now, if you'd like to find out more about all this, continue following the wrestling news as more information will be coming forward with what exactly the All Elite Women's trademark has to do with the company. Vice is making news at this hour. New Vice TV wrestling series has been announced today. It's called Tales from the Territories. David Esposito is writing at this hour. Fans of the popular Vice series Dark Side of the Ring will soon have another wrestling program to sink their Teeth into. The dark side of the team is coming up with Tales from the Territories to add coming up this October. Now, the show will be produced by Dwayne Johnson, Danny Garcia, and Seven Bucks Productions Company. The series will focus on the early territories and will be based on the days of pro wrestling. Included among the executive producers for the show is former WWE creative team member Brian Gerwitz. Fans remember Gerwitz from his days writing during the Attitude Era. Now, Gerwitz now serves as a Senior Vice President of Creative Development for Seven Bucks. He said the following... The wrestling business is filled with nuances and relationships, and that's a phenomenal history that I know fans are really going to enjoy. In many ways, the wrestling world is a family. They have great moments, tough times, and everything happens in between. There's a rich history of untold stories which we can't wait to bring to life. Now, Seven Bucks Productions president and production Aram Garcia added this. Tales from the Territories is a project that peels back the curtain on the fascinating complex world of our industry that we admire greatly. Wrestling is embedded in Duane's DNA, and it's part of the brand. ethos of seven bucks production so we are honored to showcase these sensational stories to create a time capsule of legendary moments in our history we're able to honor and highlight the larger-than-life personas that jump-started the wrestling industry through their first-hand accounts it's immensely special project and it's the type of storytelling we love to do here at seven bucks with more information on this continue following david esposito as he will have more information on E-Wrestling News. More information on Takesha following how long will he be in AEW? Now, since bursting onto the scene... Takeshita has been a constant highlight of AEW programming, but many fans want to know how long can they expect to see the new up-and-comer. During today's episode of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer shed some light on the current working relationship between AEW and Takeshita's home production, DDT. Now, according to the report, Takeshita will be on excursion here in the United States for about a year. He is currently living here as well, Meltzer noted, and that even if the prodigy does return to Japan, there is an understanding that AEW can bring him back whenever they like. Now, specific details of Takeshita's deal. with DDT are still unknown at this time, but the promotion and AEW have what we consider a good relationship. Now, there have been whispers that if AEW doesn't do something with him soon, rival promotion could snap him up and make him a star. Now, it's no secret that WWE have been looking for a Japanese wrestler for some time, and Takeshita fits that mold perfectly. With more information on all of this and Takeshita's situation with AEW, David Esposito has this, an article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Chris Jericho is making headlines at this hour. Ryan Clark said, Chris Jericho is still perplexed. And surprised that Vince McMahon is gone from WWE. Chris Jericho is still in shock with the fact that Vince McMahon is officially gone. During a recent episode of Talk is Jericho podcast, the AEW wrestler commented on hearing the news when it first broke that Vince was officially gone. This is what he had to say 40 plus years of wrestling and Vince McMahon is synonymous. They've done everything together. And then boom, it's gone. And it really did surprise me because, once again, maybe because you and I live within this kind of wrestling bubble, it's just wrestling, but nobody in the corporate world takes wrestling seriously. He beat the government. He's been through scandals. He's been through this scandal. He's been through that scandal. And this one I just thought would go away. I was really thinking for a while that it would just be one of those flash in the pan things and Vince would make it disappear like he does everything else. If you'd like to find out more about what Chris Jericho had to say about Vince McMahon and the fact that this scandal was the one that took him down, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Eric Bischoff is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark is writing in for eWrestling News. Eric Bischoff discusses the former Vince McMahon administration and what changes may be expected ahead now. During a recent interview with NBC Sports Boston, Eric Bischoff commented on Triple H taking over as head of creative following Vince McMahon's retirement several weeks ago. Now, on the adjustment to WWE looking forward, Bischoff said, and I quote, it's gonna be strange for a lot of people. We've all been fans for so many years. Those of us who've been in the business have worked with Vince, and in my case, competed against him and then worked for him. It's just weird because he's always been here for like forever, and he's just like the only head coach that team has ever had, and for most of us, that's all we've ever known. So it's going to be weird, but I think it's going to be better Vince did amazing things nobody even gives him credit for. Not only credit, but respect for what he's accomplished in the business-wise. Let's separate his personal objectives and business, okay? Anybody who doesn't respect what he's built is just juvenile and childlike, but I like to think the new management in WWE will make the WWE product even better. For more information on what Eric Bischoff has to say, you can read this fascinating article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Now, as we have known and seen all over social media, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conte tied the knot recently. Ryan Clark has the article trending right now on eWrestling News. As it was reported, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conte were married over the weekend. The couple who became engaged just two months ago tied the knot in front of some family and friends on Sunday. WWE superstar Nikki A.S.H. served as one of the Bridesmaids. If you'd like to see more of the wedding photos, you can cruise on over to e-wrestling News, and there is so many photos with so many different superstars in the world of wrestling. Continuing on, if you're enjoying this podcast, remember Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast to give you all the news in the world of professional wrestling. Now, whether that's AEW, WWE, or any other promotion, we are here to make sure that you have all the updated information so you don't have to go to the computer or search on your phone. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get back to the headlines. CM Punk is making news at this hour, CM Punk has been spotted walking without any form of assistance. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, AEW world champion CM Punk appears to be recovering well after an undergoing surgery on a broken foot two months ago. Now, a recent photo of CM Punk walking on his own at the Chicago airport has surfaced online. It was reported over the weekend that CM Punk was spotted at C2E2 without any crutches or even a walking boot. AEW President Tony Khan said on the post-Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor Media Scrum, that he was hoping CM Punk would be ready for All Out, which takes place next month. But AEW and CM Punk are said to be taking things one day at a time. If you'd like to see the video, cruise on over to eWrestling News, and more information will be following regarding the healing process of CM Punk. News on Liv Morgan is coming in at this hour. Ryan Clark writes in, You'd expect Liv Morgan's arm injury is work, but the arm brace that she's wearing on last week's episode of WWE Smackdown was provided by the company's prop department. Angel Garza may have regained his last name while working as part of Los Lotharios. Garza was simply referred to as Angel. The WWE superstar took to Twitter over the weekend to say, Angel Garcia is back. If you'd like to find out more about all of this, continue following following WWE, you can follow their NXT, and you can follow all of these superstars on all forms of social media. Continuing with the headlines, create your narrative wants to unite certain brands. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, Control Your Narrative sent out the following press release knowing that they want to unite the brands by working with independent promotions. Now Control Your Narrative, also known as CYN, is proposing a unique concept of co-pros to reputable independent wrestling promotions nationwide. To control your narrative is to tell your story. CYN is the platform for your brand, performers, and fans to tell their stories. The opportunities for those to show the wrestling world the vast array of talent yet to be seen on a national TV. For more information on all of this, continue following E Wrestling News. Ryan Clark has more on the potential joining of branding with Control Your Narrative and other independent wrestling promotions. The ratings are in right now for Friday night's SmackDown. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Last week's episode of WWE SmackDown did 2,093,000 viewers on Fox. Now this is down from the 2.1 million they did a week ago. SmackDown pulled a 0.49 rating in the key 18 to 49 demo, which is down from the 0.52 rating they did a week ago. This was the SummerSlam Fallout edition of the show. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reported these numbers. Now, the show featured Sinsuke Nakamura versus Lugwood Kaiser for an opportunity at the Intercontinental Championship. Raquel Rodriguez versus Aliyah, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Sonya Deville were all in a gauntlet match and there was more. For more information on the ratings, continue following Andrew Ravens as he will have more information on the ratings of WWE SmackDown. Let's go ahead and let's talk about the AEW Rampage ratings for this past Friday night. Andrew Ravens is also writing in at this hour. Friday night's live episode of AEW Rampage on TNT pulled in 468,000 total viewers. Now, they drew a 0.15 rating in the key 18 to 49 demo. Last week, the show did 375,000 viewers with a 0.11 rating the 18 to 49 demo. The show ranked number five on cable that night. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reported these numbers. Last week, the show had its lowest demo rating in Rampage history. Now, this episode featured John Moxley versus Mance Warner in an AEW World Title Eliminator match. AEW tag team champions Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus Tony Neese and Josh Woods in a street fight. Madison Rayne versus Lila Gray and so much more. For more information on the ratings, continue following Andrew Ravens and e Wrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Nick Gage is making news at this hour. Nick Gage says AEW's recent Barbed Wire Everywhere match simply sucked. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, during a recent appearance on the Rewind Recap Relive podcast, GCW star Nick Gage gave his thoughts on the Barbed Wire Everywhere match between Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston, and he took on a little bit more of his personality to say exactly how he feels. This is what he had to say. Let's keep it real. Jericho and me in a death match was awesome. Then they tried to write Jericho and Kingston in a Barbed Wire Everywhere garbage. That match sucked, just calling it how I see it. I'm sorry, but if you're going to get thrown into barbed wire and you have to sit on it, that barbed wire is going to stick on your shirt and rip your shirt. You're not going to come off the barbed wire like nothing happened. And then you're going to get hip-tossed into barbed wire net, and you don't lay pads down underneath nets either. I do like Chris. He's very nice to me. I'll be on the Chris Jericho cruise coming up in 2023. I'm not wrestling. I just like to do meet and greets. If you'd like to follow up with more of what he had to say, continue following Ryan Clark as he has more information on this. Brian Danielson is making news at this hour. Brian Danielson says why he hasn't come up with a new catchphrase since he's joined AEW. Brian Danielson no longer is using the yes catchphrase since arriving to AEW. During StarCast 5 Media Scrum, Danielson commented on the reason why he's tried to avoid coming up with another catchphrase. This is what he had to say. So it's interesting. One of the things I've tried to avoid is doing any sort of catchphrase. The reason why is... It's become a crutch sometimes to people. When people expect you to say something, they feel like that's all you're going to do. It almost feels like it pins me down and you're forced to really have to say that thing. One of the people I really respect from an artistic perspective was Bob Dylan. So, if you like an Aerosmith concert, you're gonna want to see the hits, right? When you buy a Bob Dylan concert, you might want him to play certain songs, but you know he's gonna, he's gonna play whatever the hell he wants. And that's the kind of thing I want my wrestling career to be. I want people to go, ah, Maybe I hope he does this, but then they're going to be happy with whatever I give them. It's just me trying to be creative and doing what I love to do. If you'd like to find out more about what Brian Danielson had to say about all of this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information on this will be coming forward. Christopher Daniels is making news at this hour. AEW star and head of talent relations. Christopher Daniels to debut for All Japan Pro Wrestling next month. Brian Clark writes in this hour, Christopher Daniels is coming to All Japan Pro Wrestling. All Japan Pro Wrestling took to Twitter to announce that Daniels will be making his debut for the promotion on September 18th and 19th. As of right now, his opponents currently are unknown, but this is what Daniels wrote on social media. Adding another accomplishment to the resume, thank you All Japan Pro Wrestling for your hospitality. For more information on what's going on with Christopher Daniels, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information is coming forward. Ken Anderson is making news at this hour. He discusses training Gable Stevens, and he talks about WWE's future. During a recent appearance on Insight with Chris Van Vliet, Ken Anderson commented on his recent training sessions with Gable Stevenson, and why he thinks Stevenson will do great in WWE. Now, on what it was like on training with him. I've been getting in the ring a lot and rolling around with some of my students. I have a couple of students right now that have different WWE tryouts one guy has already signed to WWE and that's Gable Steveson who's been training with us he's local he lives in the Twin Cities and he's been signed now to Raw for over a year and they really haven't done much with him yet so he just wanted to try the school he reached out and said hey can I come in and just hit the ropes and do some stuff so we've been doing a couple of times a week with him and I've got really some good stuff working with him right now And I also got some other students that are working with him. If you'd like to find out more about what Ken Anderson has to say about working with Gable, continue following E-Wrestling News, and there's more information in this trending article. Right now, the producers have been named for last week's WWE and WWE Raw and SmackDown. You can check out the list of the producers that produced all the segments. Now, for main event, it was Shelton Benjamin and T-Bar was produced by Molly Holly. Ezekiel versus Omos was produced by Kenny Dykstra. Now, on Raw, P.D. Williams produced the Becky Lynch promo and Bianca Belair versus Io Surai and the name has been changed to Io Sky. Now, Sean Devari produced AJ Styles versus The Miz versus Mustafa Ali, and Kenny Dykstra produced the Montez Ford versus Seth Rollins match. Molly Holly produced the Alexa Bliss versus Asuka match. Adam Pearce produced the Dolph Ziggler versus Chad Gable versus Tommaso Ciampa. Jason Jordan produced Edge's promo with AJ Styles and Tommaso, and Jamie Noble produced Rey Mysterio and Uso match now on Smackdown Abyss produced the Ricochet versus Happy Corbin match Shane Helms produced the Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ludwig Kaiser match Ludwig is still misspelled though internally if you'd like to find out more about the other producers that went ahead and produced segments for both of these shows last week follow e news and more information will be forthcoming WWE Network programming scheduled for this upcoming week. If you're a WWE Network fan, you're going to be very interested. On today's episode, Raw Talk happens at 11.05 tonight, immediately following WWE Monday Night Raw. Also, Wednesday, August the 10th, Monday Night Raw from July the 11th. WWE The Bump is going to be at 1 p.m. WWE NXT from the episode of August the 9th. Now, on Thursday, August the 11th, it'll be NXT UK at 3 p.m. And then on Friday, Ms. and Mrs. Season 3 and the Best of WWE UK Classics. For more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news as they will give you more information about everything happening in the world of WWE. Very interesting, Joshua Jones is writing in that Ric Flair got into another altercation. This time, it was with Carlos Colon in Puerto Rico. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour, somehow and some way, Ric Flair's continue to make headlines. Just a week after he supposedly had his last match in Nashville, the Nature Boy has gotten into a bit of a confrontation with legendary wrestler Carlos Colon. The confrontation occurred during last night's world of wrestling council 49th anniversary show that happened in puerto rico the hall of famer was managing his son-in-law andrade in a match against former wwe star carlito now after the nature boy was getting tired of carlito getting involved with him Carlos came out and punched flair in the head now the legendary star then chased flair all the way back to the dressing room You can see all this information on Ric Flair's Twitter account, and you can follow the video right now that is trending online. Joshua Jones is also writing, China, is it a reincarnation? No, it's fitness model Aurora Rose. She was cosplaying as China at Megacon. Some of you may have seen this fitness model impersonating China on the various forms of social media. During this week's MegaCon in Manchester, England, fitness model Aurora Rose appeared and performed in a photo shoot as the late WWE Hall of Famer China. She is remarkably identical to China herself. You can follow her on TikTok, you can also follow her on Twitter as well, and you can see the striking resemblance between the two. Ryan Clark's also writing in at this hour. We have new news on Karrion and Cross and Scarlett now since they've returned back to WWE. Now, but WWE shop is now selling new merchandise for Carrying Cross and Scarlett as well. WWE posted the following preview of tonight's Raw Rivals, which will take place between WCW and WWE if you're looking to watch Rivals. Also with that being said, WWE produced the following preview clip of A&E's WWE Smack Talk featuring Kane as he talks about his matches with The Undertaker as well. You can keep up with all this information by continuing to follow e news, and more information on the stars will be forthcoming. Thomas Lawson's writing in this hour about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar has made headlines in WWE for being a part-time wrestler, but also being someone who's been very dedicated to his work. Thomas Lawson's writing in this hour, Brock Lesnar refused to work with Jinder Mahal back in 2017. WWE superstar Brock Lesnar flat-out refused to work with Jinder Mahal when the two were originally paired to start a feud in 2017. Now, at that year's Survivor Series, Lesnar, the then-Universal Champion, was set to face Mahal, the WWE champion at that time. Now, on the latest edition of Wrestling Outlaws podcast, WWE Hall of Famer Road Dog Jesse James spoke about Lesnar absolutely not wanting to work with Jinder. He said this, and I quote, Brock said, I'm not working with him. Look, he said that about several times to several people in exactly that same way. Mahal would go on to lose the WWE championship to AJ Styles shortly before Survivor Series 2017, who would lose to Lesnar at the pay-per-view event. With more information you can find about this and going on situation between... Brock Lesnar and Jinder Mahal. Follow the article that is trending right now over on eWrestling News. Sasha Banks and Naomi are making headlines at this hour. Andrew Ravens is writing up update on Sasha Banks and Naomi. They've agreed to officially return to WWE. Now, during his appearance on Sunday night's main event, Dave Meltzer reported that Sasha Banks and Naomi reached an agreement with WWE about a week ago to return to the company. Now, this comes after an initial report from WrestlingNews.co that Banks and Naomi were returning to the company. Meltzer noted they have yet to sign the contracts to return, but As of right now, everyone's on the same page. Everything has been agreed in principle as well. WWE also confirmed on last week's SmackDown that the tournament to crown the new women's tag team champions would start on Raw tonight. Now, it's unclear whether they will be in the tournament or whether they will return to the company soon after the tournament is concluded. For more information on all this continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, remember Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast to give you all the information on everything that's happening in the world of wrestling. Whether it's WWE, AEW, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and so many more. So much information is out there, but we want to make sure we're the ones to bring it to you. Anthony Mango is writing in at this hour, Predictions for AEW's Quake by the Lake is coming in at this hour. Now, Ollie Wrestling is sort of having a pseudo pay-per-view with their upcoming events, such as starting with Battle of the Belts, which was on Saturday. Now, Quake by the Lake is an episode of AEW Dynamite and Rampage that will be taking place this week. Now, it's still not exactly sure what exactly is going to happen on all of these, but some titles are going to be up for grabs, and some titles are expected to switch hands as well. So many people are making predictions on what they think is going to happen. If you'd like to find out what the predictions are, and Anthony Mango has his predictions right now posted on eWrestling News, and you can find all of those out. If you travel over to e-wrestling news let's go ahead and let's jump over to our friends over at wrestling inc more information is trending right now real life inspiration for wwe's eugene character matthew carlins is writing at this hour family and friends are remembering the real life inspiration for one of the most unique characters in wwe history eugene pomerano passed away at the age of 57. now who is he well, many people do not know this. Palmero's introduction in the world of professional wrestling came through his father, Bucky Palmaro, who passed away in 2017. He worked as a referee in Pittsburgh and his surrounding areas for more than three decades. Now, during those times, he also worked for the World Wrestling Federation. Eugene, who lived with Down syndrome, but it did not prevent him from getting involved in wrestling. After attending WWE shows in the Pittsburgh area for years, he finally got a chance to be a ring boy, retrieving entrance gear from wrestlers who were performing. He was a beloved and well-known presence across the independent wrestling scene in Pittsburgh until 2016. He was inducted into the Keystone State Wrestling Alliance Hall of Fame. Now, the story of Eugene's name came to be attached because it was a character started with Rip Rogers, who was a trainer in the company's development system. Rogers' son lives with autism and it was Rogers who came up with the idea of a wrestling character that was a savant and had very many similar characteristics to him, which was discussed with that point trainee Nick Densmore. Nick Densmore suggested that the character be brought to WWE producers multiple times but there was no success. It wasn't until Densmore got the chance to pitch it personally to Vince McMahon that the idea was approved and the name Eugene was adopted as a direct result of WWE employees' memories of Eugene Palmer attending the shows. Now, Densmore portrayed the Eugene character from 2004 to 2007. He shared a brief message on Sunday and pictures of himself with Palmer on Twitter as well. He also wrote this caption, thinking of the family of Eugene Palmore today, Densmore wrote. For more information on all this, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information on all this will be coming forward. Triple H is making news at this hour. Marco Rivera is writing in for Wrestling Inc. Triple H, short run as head of WWE creative, has already been met with positive responses. The game, former NXT talents like Dakota Kai, Io Shirai, Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bardo. The later two returned this past week of WWE SmackDown when Cross attacked Drew McIntyre before confronting the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Now, this marks Cross's first appearance in WWE since he was released from the company in November. He worked on the main roster without his wife and under a different name and a different attire. Now, according to Fightful, Triple H was dismayed by the way Cross and Scarlett were handed the main roster to Vince McMahon last year. He was such a supporter of the duo, in fact, that likely led to the return to SmackDown when they got the phone call. According to a separate report from PW Insider, the duo had been in constant conversation with WWE about coming back since their release, and Triple H had always envisioned Cross as a number two heel on SmackDown next to Roman Reigns. As far as we know right now, Cross fits into the Drew McIntyre Roman Reigns story perfectly. It's being suggested that WWE would throw Cross into the match at WWE Clash and the Castle, which is going to be happening in Wales on September 3rd. While Cross was outside of WWE, it was reported that he was adamant about having his wife remain part of his presentation. The issue would arise on so many other promotions. It also would cost him a match against TNT champion Wardlow when AEW did not want to bring in Bordeaux along with him. According to Fightful, Cross did not want his look and feel to resemble what WWE did to him before. That left him with a bad taste in his mouth, and it so did with the fans. For more information on all this, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information will be coming forward. Seth Rollins is making news at this hour. Tyler Miller is writing in at this hour. Seth Rollins to face ta- top tag team star on WWE Monday Night Raw. Now, last Monday on Raw, Seth Rollins took one Street Profits Montez Ford. Now, this match made a official after Rollins taunted the Street Profits following SummerSlam's loss to the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions Usos, telling they should break up. Rollins would then defeat Ford. He continued to Assault after the match before D'Angelo Dawkins came in to make the save. Now, with that being said, D'Angelo Dawkins wants revenge for what happened to Montez Ford, and that will be happening tonight on WWE Raw. Continue following Wrestling Inc. to find out more all about this. Johnny Gorgano is making headlines at this hour. Dakota Cohen is writing in for Wrestling Inc. Former NXT champion Johnny Gorgano has not been seen in a wrestling ring for over eight months, and his wife Candice LeRae has been out of action ever since she and Indy Hartwell lost. The NXT Women's Tag Team Champions even longer. Now with Triple H in charge of WWE Creative on WWE's main roster, some wrestlers may be reconsidering a move back to the company. It's a move that they didn't consider would ever happen unless a change of power occurred. Well, Gargano is among those paying attention to Triple H's recent moves. I've seen it. I've noticed. Gargano said in a recent apparent appearance on the wrestling. Inc- wrestling store it's exciting at this time you never know what could happen if you keep watching you never know when someone's going to show up at some point wherever that may be. Now, Gorgono wrestled under Triple H's leadership in the majority of his NXT run, minus at least the last few months when Shawn Michaels took over various conditions after he had such a health scare. Now, Triple H is back and Gorgano is still available. Now, he is the first ever Triple Crown and the first ever to do this, and there's only been three North American champions. Gorgano's final year in NXT was focused on his role as the father figure of a group called The Way. The heel faction represented a family structure with Gorgano, Candice LeRae, as the parents of Indy Hartwell and Austin Theory, now simply known as Theory. Now, over time, the appreciation from the fans started to turn the faction into faces, and then that was sealed in their fate. In a storyline, Hartwell married Dexter Loomis, making the official fifth member of the faction. For more information on all of this and where Johnny Gorgano may eventually appear, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information is forthcoming. That is going to do it for the headlines for today, for Monday, August the 8th, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop-shop podcast to give you all the wrestling information up-to-date for you. Don't have to scour the websites or stay on your phone for hours. This podcast gives you all the information you need to know, not only about your favorite promotion, but your favorite stars as well. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of MLW Radio never stops.